Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Taking a look at the issues surrounding the health and well-being of our LGBTIQ communities, this is Well, 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 brought to you every week by Thorn Harbour Health. You're here with us on Well, Well, Well with Jacinta Hennicom and Michael Whelan. We are recording from our 200 Hoddle Street site, which is here on unceded Wurundjeri and Warrior country up here in Abbotsford. Now, today's episode is a bit of a mixture of things, isn't it, Michael? It is indeed. Yeah, so we're going to be having a bit of a chat with uh, Damien Stevens-Todd, who is the program manager at Thorn Harbour Country. So just really like pulling our, our country cousins in uh, nice and tight and just having a bit of a, an information share to figure out what's going on in uh, regional and rural Victoria, the different kinds of access to services and things that are going on in the regions. So if you aren't familiar with our Thorn Harbour Country site, it is based in Bendigo and services the Loddon Mallee region, which is actually a really big space it's to kind massive. of cover. It's not yeah. just, you know, covering Metro Melbourne. It's, it goes all the way right up to Mildura. So it's a really big space for us to cover programmatically. So we'll be kind of teasing some of those things out with Damien about how they keep our um, regional and rural rainbow communities uh, safe and well. Wonderful. Well, listen in to the next hour of Well, 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 hearing about Thorn Harbour Country with Damien Stevens-Todd. You're getting well, well, well with the team from Thorn Harbour Health. We are now talking to Damien Stevens-Todd from Thorn Harbour Country. Damien, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? G'day, I sure can. Uh, my name is Damien Stevens-Todd. I'm the Program Manager for Thorn Harbour Country, which is based up in Bendigo, I've lived in a regional area for the last 20 years of my life and live and breathe all things country. Breathe being the operative word up in the country with all the beautiful fresh air, not like we get here uh, in the cities, so we are very jealous. Um, Damien, thanks so much for joining us on the programme. Uh, tell us a little bit about Thorn Harbour Country. Now, for context, Jacinta and myself are uh, here recording remotely at the um, 200 Hoddle Street location, which is Thorn Harbour's, I guess, headquarters. Um, but you head up our Thorn Harbour Country office. Tell us a little bit about Thorn Harbour Country and what it does. I do. I'm sitting in our headquarters here in Bendigo on level one, looking out at the, oh, it's a bit overcast, I must say. There is some sun, but I can see through the trees uh, here in regional Victoria at 58 Monday Street is where the Thorn Harbour Country uh, office is located. Uh, now, Damien, the 56 Monday Street location is relatively new for us. Um, when, when did that space all come about? It is fairly new. It's a beautiful new building. Well, a new old building, if you like. We were um, around the corner on Myers Street in Bendigo for many, many years. And in the last couple of years, we've shifted around the corner. 
Um, I, I not long had coffee with someone who said it looks like an Adair's showroom here at one part of the country, which must mean our, our decor, pillows and furniture is um, top notch, apparently. Ex- exceptionally yeah. comfortable sounding. What a wonderful compliment. <laughs> uh, now, for those of us familiar with um, the Thorn Harbour office or um, sites here in um, in Melbourne, where we have the Centre Clinic, we have Pronto, we have our, um, our head office, I guess, um, and we have a number of different services, be that counts counseling, peer education, therapeutic services, STI and HIV testing. Can you access all of the same things at Thorn Harbour Country? If I was to come in, what are the sorts of things that I can get amongst? Great question. And the office might look nice, but it's what we do here that really matters. And so we do provide at Thorn Harbour Country here uh, a growing range of services. I can certainly say that as program manager here, um, we most certainly are a safe space, first and foremost, for our LGBTIQA plus communities across the Loddon Mallee region. So from the Macedon Ranges in the south, right up to Mildura at the north end, uh, the corridor that is Loddon Mallee really provides a safe space for the community to drop in any time, Monday to Friday, uh, access some resources, some, uh, you know, whatever it is they need, really, including our services. And currently here, we provide uh, AOD counselling uh, and counselling for a whole range of other issues around relationships, anxiety and depression, uh, sexual health education. Uh, as program manager, we go out and, you know, deliver uh, training sessions to organisations too. So we can talk more about all of that, but that's a good summary of what we do here at Thorn Harbour Country. Wonderful. And why is it important to have a Thorn Harbour site in Bendigo? Obviously, there's differences in health services in regional and rural areas. But why is it important to have something that is specifically country-focused rather than something that's more metro-focused like the other Thorn Harbour sites? Yeah, so historically, if you think about big cities, metro, you know, Melbourne, for example, where you are, we find that... um, the attitudes are more progressive, um, living in smaller rural and regional towns. Um, many might say 10 or 20 years uh, are the communities behind when it comes to really embracing and celebrating diversity in all its forms, quite frankly, not just LGBTIQA plus community. Um, outside of the big city, um, historically, we, we've been very white, you know, and um, very faith-driven uh, uh, in, in smaller communities and all about sport, which are all wonderful things. But it means that there is um, work to be done, um, great people in many of those communities, but more work to be done in ensuring that more broadly in those communities we are providing safer spaces for our LGBTI communities. And it's a long way to travel from Mildura, for example, to Melbourne to access more inclusive places sexual health services. So for those um, in regional areas, Bendigo really is in central Victoria and we're really proud and excited to have an office here for our regional and rural folks to access services when they need it. Uh, now, Damien, I grew up in a, um, a small regional rural town myself, um, and I know from my personal experience when I was growing up um, in said small town, um, it was only about a thousand people, um, the attitudes towards, at the time when I was growing up in the, you know, thousand years ago now, um, 
was was not as progressive as what it is now. Do you think that with um, how interconnected our kind of digital world has become, it's allowed people from regional and rural areas to kind of tap into some of those progressive attitudes and spaces that uh, previously maybe they didn't didn't have access to? And is is that supporting the community? Yeah, that's a big question, and there's a couple of elements to it. I think because if you think about, uh, especially with COVID, the last couple of years, how it's more flexible, innovative and offering, you know, dynamic approaches even to telehealth and looking after ourselves when it comes to our mental health and well-being. I think that uh, whether you, you know, live rurally or regionally or in the metro, access has increased. That being said, you know, uh, high-speed internet in smaller rural and remote communities in Victoria still isn't as good as, as metro. So there is still some limitations. When we talk, though, about sexual health and being able to access uh, GPs and chemists uh, in and around our local you know, areas, there still is a gap there when it comes, no matter how well we've progressed over the last few years, and that's why there are many people who still feel they have to travel to Melbourne to access those services um, and, yeah, some of those uh, you know, uh, prescriptions and medication they need. Yeah. And what's it like being a provider of services in the area from your kind of managerial perspective in in Thorn Harbour Country? What kind of people do we see using our services out at Thorn Harbour Country? You said it's a it's quite a large area to cover, like you said, from Mildura all the way to through to Bendigo. What are the kinds of people that we see? Is it very um, LGBTIQA plus centric? Is it uh, predominantly pe- people living with HIV? Our ally communities. Who are we seeing through the doors? Yeah, so here in central Victoria, we have a long history um, because we're central uh, and the Country Awareness Network, uh, who Thorn Harbour merged with a few years back, um, really did provide centralised, as far as Victoria goes, for regional folk, um, services for those living with HIV. Um, and, you know, although the drive from Mildura down to Bendigo is still five hours, um, it was better than having to go all the way to Melbourne. And the, the, the whole city can be very daunting and overwhelming for people who've only ever lived in, in, in the country areas. So generally speaking, at Thorn Harbour Country, historically, because we were working mainly with people living with HIV, we have had many um, older uh, elders, if you like, uh, accessing Thorn Harbour Country, and we've got really um, good, solid relationships with a lot of uh, MSM, men who have sex with men, uh, and and uh, the gay male community. But in the last few years here at Thorn Harbour Country uh, and Thorn Harbour Health more broadly, we've really broadened our programs and have seen uh, a great diversity and, you know, new people, people of colour, uh, intersectionality of those living with a disability, uh, women, um, trans and gender diverse folk, uh, including younger people coming and accessing our services um, and that can be a real challenge, especially for those who live further up Loddon Mallee, you know, in areas like Swan Hill, Sea Lake, uh, the Boloke Shire, Birchip, if you will, all of those areas. To get to Bendigo, there's very limited public transport as well. And I guess that's where, although we're here and we have a building, we are able to offer those, you know, services via phone or telehealth to those who simply can't get here, even though we are based in a regional centre like Bendigo. Mm. That was going to be my next question around, mm. you know, what do you see as the kind of the most important topics or issues people presenting to our, you know, clinical services and things uh, that are based in Bendigo versus what those people that maybe live a little bit further out are, are experiencing? 
Yeah, right now for everybody, what we're finding because of COVID is it's all about connection. It's all about um, refinding my people, <laughs> if you will. There's been no events, there's been isolation, there's been mental health and well-being on many levels uh, really challenged and compromised over the last couple of years. And we're very simply finding that people are, are just wanting to come in to have a cuppa, to reconnect, and that then leads us into conversations about when was, you know, your last uh, checkup in relation to your sexual health? Um, how's your relationship going? Uh, are there any issues around, you know, family violence? Um, so we're finding that, yeah, people are simply wanting to reconnect, do a bit of a stock take, if you will, on what's been happening for them in the last couple of years. And that's been allowing us to address any of their, um, their needs. And some of those are the ones that I've just spoken about. And can people drop in whenever they like? Do they have to book an appointment or anything or can they just walk in and and have that cuppa and that conversation? Yeah, that's the beauty of this new building. We've got um, playtime on ground floor, if you like, and all the office spaces upstairs. And I say playtime, what I mean is um, there's a kitchenette there, there's tea and coffee available, there's the Adairs-style couches and cushions uh, it's, it, and lots of resources at, at ground level. So it really is, if you like, a bit of a drop-in centre. Uh, of course, the, you know, the front doors are um, locked and we do let people in and out. Um, as we continue to grow Thorn Harbour country here, we hope to have, uh, you know, re- reception uh, and someone able to um, let people in all day, every day. But we are open Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. There are always people on site. Um, and we welcome people at any point to drop in, grab what they need, have a cuppa and a, and a chat. Yeah, uh, Damien, we've been chatting a little bit about what kind of happens at Thorn Harbour Country. I want to ask you a little bit about yourself and how you kind of came into this space. How are we so lucky to have you as part of the Thorn Harbour family? How did you get involved? <laughs> You're very kind. I am 42 years of age. I have been living in a regional area now for the last 20 years of my life, and so I've always had a um, a strong passion for uh, equality and working with our LGBTI communities in the sticks, if you will. Um, this is actually my second innings at Thorn Harbour. I was in this particular role uh, several years ago, and then my husband and I um, started our family. Uh, we had a beautiful little girl. Um, she's alive and well and as cheeky as right now. She's four and a half off the school next year. And so although I um, worked at Thorn Harbour for about a year, a few years ago, I've now come back into the role after being a dad and really being present in the you know early stages of my daughter's uh, development. Uh, she's off to school next year, so I've come back into the role. Um, here in Bendigo, um, I am on site three days a week. Um, I really uh, want to make a difference in the lives of LGBTI people, especially those who are living in rural and regional uh, Victoria, and that's my commitment and why I'm here. Beautiful. And, and I wanted to ask, Damien, what's it been like being a father out in that area and have you been able to connect with other services or other, I guess, similar families in the work that you do through Thorn Harbour Country? Yeah, there is a growing number of both LGBTIQA plus families and also uh, services and inclusive providers. So on the one hand, if I'm looking for connections, uh, social connections with peers and with rainbow families, if you will, um, more uh, couples uh, and um, 
you know, different types of families. Uh, however, a rainbow family is created these days are um, starting to flourish in our regional communities. And then thankfully, the inclusive services, GPs, women's health centres, all of the things that, you know, our community needs in and around places like Bendigo and Shepparton are becoming more proudly out about being inclusive spaces for our LGBTI communities, yes. Um, and I was actually just going to mention some of those kind of annual events that are going on. It feels like, at least from an outside perspective, there is just such an amount of growth that's happening within, you know, our queer and rainbow spaces in regional Victoria. What um, kind of in the, the Loddon Mallee catchment or even broader amongst um, our Victorian communities, what's kind of happening in the space with our different pride events and activities that are going on? Indeed. Every other weekend, I feel like somewhere in the Loddon Mallee, especially where I'm working, but right across regional Victoria, there's an event on. I mean, years ago, I remember you used to go to Melbourne for midsummer. You might go to Sydney for Mardi Gras. You'd go to Dalesford for chill out. And that was it. But now, whether it's Wangaratta or Swan Hill or Mildura or the Bendigo or the Bendigo Pride Festival, the Bendigo Queer Film Festival, you know, the calendar is filling up. And I feel like, uh, as well as having no money now, <laughs> that every other weekend there are regional events on, which is so great. And it means the Victorian government is investing in grants for regional, you know, Pride events and festivals. And, you know, it's so wonderful to have opportunities for regional and rural folks to get involved in ways to, you know, celebrate and affirm their pride and diversity um, in their own community. So important. Yeah. And we've just had a, an announcement. There's been some, you know, um, funding and expression of interest for kind of bundling out what was kind of our Melbourne Midsummer Festival is kind of being re, refocused as kind of Victoria's pride. So we're really kind of encompassing all of our regional and rural hotspots uh, when we're thinking about our what is our pride season kind of across the summer period. So there's lots to get amongst. So if you are living regional and rurally, hello, welcome to Well, Well, Well. Um, we, <laughs> we would love for you to connect with us. What's going on in your area? Um, we'd love for you to email in wellwellwell at joy.org.au um, and maybe share what is your favourite kind of regional activity that's kind of going on in, in and amongst Pride season. Um, Damien, in terms of the team that are there at Thorn Harbour Country, you've obviously got a couple of paid staff there. Um, what kind of involvement from volunteers do you have and do they form, um, you know, uh, a large part of the kind of work that you do? Great question. And there's two parts to that answer. Not only do we have our Thorn Harbour Country staff here, we also provide spaces for other organisations uh, like the Zoe Bell Gender Collective. Um, and we have a representative from, from Red here, um, you know, who supports or does case management for sex workers. We really are providing here at Thorn Harbour Country not only, you know, services that are directly from us for our community, but working with other organisations who are, you know, doing good work and really at this community hub, as we call it, um, looking after everybody and providing space for all the services that need it. But yes, we have paid staff, uh, you know, auspice arrangements with other organisations, but also we rely on our volunteers and they love working for Thorn Harbour Country. The uh, event that comes to mind immediately is the one that we have um, very soon on the calendar. We have a fundraising barbecue at Bunnings coming up. Everyone loves the fundraising barbecue and a sausage. We love <laughs> um, a sausage sizzle. We love a sausage sizzle. <laughs> 
Sure, sure. Um, but, you know, and that's, that's an example of a fundraising event. But as we continue to grow, you know, um, the programs and the footprint of Thorn Harbour Country, there will be lots of other opportunities. Um, sometimes we run programs where, um, you know, peers, for example, uh, might be um, sharing their own lived experience about alcohol and other drug issues and working with others, you know, to address things that are going on in their life. Depending on what funding we get at the time, we have lots of different programs that would suit uh, anybody that wants to volunteer in some way at Thorn Harbour Country in Bendigo and across the London Mallee. Yeah. Yeah. So how can people get involved as a volunteer, whether they're interested in one of those roles that you just mentioned, or maybe they have certain skills or an idea of how they can get involved? Can they get in touch with you through the site or do they contact a certain email or number? Yeah, great question. It's super easy. They can go to the Thorn Harbour Health website. Thorn Harbour Country is listed there in the services and programs. Right down the bottom of the page on the Thorn Harbour Country section, there's a button, volunteer with us. Fill in the form. It'll come straight through to me and I'll be in touch and I'll sign you up and get you to work. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what kind of roles are, are available at um, at Thorn Harbour Country specifically and in the area? Is it about getting out and about at events or at the um, kind of the headquarters um, in uh, precisely? Or, yeah, yeah, precisely. So we, uh, I mentioned earlier, you know, the barbecue, but mm. often we partner with other local organisations here, uh, and when there are pride festivals and uh, other events socially on. You know, we, we always need people to assist with setting up for events, uh, helping out on the registration desk, uh, you know, being um, just being present at events to you know, help people if they're a bit unsure. Um, we also offer Thorn Harbour Melbourne, um, you know, through Bendigo, community support and need people to sometimes help transport clients to appointments. There are so many options uh, and roles for people if they want to get involved in helping their community here in Bendigo. And you did, did mention that the Thorn Harbour Country um, Bunnings Barbecue Fundraiser is coming up. Now that's coming up on Sunday, is that right? When, when will that be running for, for anyone that's getting out and about amongst the, the Bendigo scene? Absolutely. So this Sunday, the 21st of August at the Kangaroo Flat Bunnings uh, shop, I guess you'd call it, uh, come along, grab a sausage, or even grab the tongs and help cook the sausages. We'd love you to either help or... Um, Spend big on um, on snags. Wonderful. Damien, thank you so much for joining us here on Well, Well, Well to discuss all things going on in the country. Um, uh, lastly, I know you did mention how people can get involved to volunteer, but where can people generally find out a bit more information about Thorn Harbour Country? Yep. So if they go to our website, www.thornharbour.org and search for Thorn Harbour Country, you can find us there. We're also on socials, of course. So Facebook, we have a Thorn Harbour Country page. Check us out, connect, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Damien. Thanks, folks. Damien Stevens-Todd, Thorn Harbour Country's Program Manager there, talking about all things um, regional and rural, sexual health, mental health, and general health and well-being. What else have we got coming up on the radar? We did mention one thing with Damien during our interview. Yeah, absolutely. So Bunning Sausage Sizzle. We love a Bunning Sausage Sizzle. We absolutely love it. Get (laughs) on to it. It's happening on Sunday the 21st of August, so Mm -hmm. this weekend, down at Kangaroo Flat Bunnings. Damien and the team will be there. Come and spend your dollars on some yummy sausages Mm -hmm. and 
grab a pair of tongs and help out as well, as Damien exactly. said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there is also, if you are a um, Asian identified uh, queer man or um, an ally of that community, um, Gay Asian Proud is running an event at the Hair Hole, which used to be the old Hairs and Hyenas bookshop, which is on Johnson Street in Fitzroy, um, which will be a Lego play um, activity. So Ooh. it's all about building uh, mental and emotional capacity. It's going to be a really interesting event. So um, head to the Thorn Harbour website, thornharbour.org, um, and head to the events calendar there to find out a little bit more information about that specific event and Gage and Proud in general. Wonderful. And if you have any topics that you would like us to cover here on Well, 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 you can reach out via email. It's well, well, well at joy.org.au. And if you want to listen to this episode again or any of our other episodes, all of the podcasts are there up on the website. And in the meantime, hope you have a lovely week. We'll see you next Thursday. We will see you next Thursday. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Well, 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 your show for LGBTIQ health and well-being, presented by Joy sponsor, Thorn Harbour Health. For more on these topics and much more, check out Thorn Harbour on social media at Thorn Harbour or via the website, thornharbour.org. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.